Hello, Living Hope. This is Chris, and this is the 27th episode of our podcast, Stepping Stones, Practical Conversations on Relationship Evangelism. This is going to be a more devotional episode, but in this episode, we're going to actually have a three-way conversation about a biblical concept. Um, The idea is to discuss something theological that's important and related to evangelism, and we're not going to do it from like a super theological uh, point of view, but we're going to think about it more practically, discuss the concept, and discuss the practical implications of that concept. Uh, And for this episode, I have... uh, Brian, who's been in episodes before with us and was always behind the uh, the tech that makes this work, and I have a buddy uh, Eric Fetters with us in this episode. Hi, Eric. How are you guys doing? <laughs> good, good, good to have you, Eric. In another episode, is going to share a story about evangelism, but in this episode, he's just going to uh, bounce around this idea with uh, with Brian and I. Um, and the concept that I think we should flesh out a little bit practically is that we are made in the image of God. I think this has significant implications for evangelism, and um, it certainly can be studied as a deeply theological concept going through the Bible, but I also think it's a really practical concept for understanding how we relate to the people around us. Um, and the reason I got the idea for having this this uh, sort of devotional chat was a book that we're reading as a leadership team at church. It has a, a quote in it that relates to this. So I'm going to read this quote. I'm going to uh, read another quote from C.S. Lewis and then, and then a quick scripture or two. And then we're just going to jump into our, our thoughts on how this might relate to us uh, reaching out to people. Um, oh, I, even before I get into this first quote, I thought of sort of a practical example that I wanted to throw out up front to just have a sense of how being created in the image of God impacts uh, how we do evangelism. And if you'll remember, Brian actually did an episode um, way back when where he talked about multiple stories, but one of them was uh, interacting with a homeless person. Correct. And, right, I just think... At two in the morning, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, like, chased him down, and then you couldn't find him. Oh, that homeless person. I'm sorry. There there was another story. Yeah, that was the one. That was the subway story. Right, right, right. And the idea of just how... You know, a homeless person ne- doesn't necessarily have any status or, you know, anything that would, um, you know, I need to interact with this person because they're of quote unquote value to me in my life. But as Christians, we see a, a person who's down on their luck or struggling in life as as much made in the image of God as we are, and Correct. in that sense, as value. So am I right that that would be sort of behind the reason you would reach out to a person like Correct. that? Correct, yeah. So, I mean, we see them as, you know, made in the image of God, but they don't see themselves that way. Mm, so powerful. that's that's one of the things that, um, you know, especially with homeless people, people that are disadvantaged like that, you know, uh, you almost have to teach them that, or not teach them mm. that, but, but tell them that, that, you know, you were made in the image of God, and, mm, you know, whether good. they get it or not, um, uh, you know, some would open their eyes yeah. and say, you know, 
but yeah, generally, generally they, you know, anybody who's unchurched, quote unquote, mm. um, just doesn't think that way. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I hadn't even really thought of it from that side. I was more thinking of us believing the people we interact with are made in the image of God, but you can also see it the other way and yeah. Or just, just be aware them. of that, you know, yeah. it, that's all I could take. Just, good. just, the, you know, the person doing the evangelizing, just be aware that they don't know what you're talking about. You right. know? They really don't. Right. Um, they don't know what it means. In fact, you know, you were made in the image of God sounds to them like Christianese, you mm, know, right. but you don't, you don't have to say that, but you have sure. to know it. Right. Yes, that's exactly where we're going. Okay, so let me read these quotes real quick just to get some foundation under this, and then I want to hear your guys' thoughts on um, what what this phrase means to you and how it practically works uh, uh, in your life. Okay, so here's the first one. It's actually John Calvin, but it's written in sort of a more modern English, but he just nails this whole idea of uh, of how it should impact how. People being made in the image of God should impact our um, relationships with them. Okay. The Lord instructs us to do good to all people throughout the entire world, many of whom are unworthy of such good if judged by their own merit. But Scripture comes to our rescue with the best reason for doing good to all people. It teaches us not to regard others according to their own merits, but to consider them in the image of God, to which we owe both honor and love. But the image of God should be more diligently regarded in those who are of the household of faith, because it's been renewed and restored in them by the Spirit of Christ. Uh, And then he says, Galatians 6.10, So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Therefore, you have no cause to evade anyone who stands before you and needs your service. Suppose he's a stranger. The Lord, however, has stamped him with his own mark that's familiar to you, and for that reason God forbids you to despise your own flesh. Suppose he's contemptible and worthless. The Lord, however, shows him to be one whom he has condescended to decorate with his own image." Suppose you owe him nothing for what he's done, but God, to whom you are obliged because of his many wonderful benefits to you, puts himself, as it were, in that person's place. Suppose he's unworthy of even your smallest labors for his sake, but the image of God, according to which this person is commended to you, warrants you giving of yourself and your all. Actually, it goes on further than that, but I'm just going to cut it there. It's a really good quote in this little book called uh, Little Book on the Christian Life. So that's the one quote. Another one, maybe you've heard this, um, is a quote from C.S. Lewis that's always impacted me. Uh, There are no ordinary people. You've never talked to a mere mortal. Nations, cultures, arts, civilization, these are mortal, and their life is to ours as the life of a gnat. But it's immortals with whom we joke with, work with, marry, snub, and exploit. Immortal horrors and everlasting splendors. This does not mean that we are to be perpetually solemn. We must play, but our merriment must be of that kind that is in fact the merriest kind, which exists between people who have from the outset taken each other seriously. No flippancy, no superiority, and no presumption. 
So those are the quotes that sort of got me going down this this road of how does the image of God impact evangelism. Um, and then there's obviously lots of scripture. One I was just thinking of, Genesis 127. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Um, and there's many more. But that's, I think, a foundation for the discussion um, and for how, as Living Hope, I think we should think about uh, people in the image of God. So now I guess we're just going to bounce around a couple of questions. What does it mean that man's made in the image of God? And again, I'm not looking for a super theological answer, but just is this something you think about in normal life? Has it impacted your relationships and the way you've treated people? And if you have an example of how, that would be great. Um, Eric, have you been a little quiet? Which is uh, uh, Brian and I talking as the old uh, the old podcast hacks. But uh, I'd love to hear. I don't know if anything's running through your head based on what I said on what you think of when I say man made in the image of God. Sure. I mean, I think for me, it's a lot about your identity. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I've thought a lot about this over the past couple of years because of all the tension in our societies. Mm. And I think we identify a lot with different things. I'm a Republican or a Democrat. I'm a Christian or a non-Christian. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, you know, whatever our identity is. And I think we fail to identify ourselves as human beings and as, you mm. know, and, and the image of God, right? Like I am man, that God made and that person next to me, whether they're a Democrat or whether they're, you know, a Bills fan or whether they're a different, you know, culture, you hmm. know, Indian or whatever, Russian, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, God made them, God loves them. God came to save them just as much as he did for me. And um, so I, I think we struggle with identity and I think we struggle with identity a lot because we live in the culture you know, as opposed to maybe spending our time in the word. Mm, you know? Right, right. More judging on people on whether they're Fox News people right. or CNN people sure. than whether they're this, made in the image of right. God. No, that's good. That, that really is relevant to all of life. Uh, Brian, what do you think about what he said? And, and, and when I say image of God, man made in the image of God, what sort of practically comes to mind for you? So, you know, I often thought, you know, what is the reasoning for us to be aware of that, you know? Um, right. I think because, you know, to many, and I mean, to all of us, uh, unless, you know, you've come face to face with God, um, mm. all of us don't know or don't have a sense of what he is. Most don't have a sense of who he is, you know? Mm. So for us to kind of, I think it's more of a seed that's planted in our mind that tries to us to be able to envision something, something that we could, you know, take the divine and, and kind of grasp it into, into sort of the physical, you know. Mm. Um, I think it was made to help us, to be honest. Um, hmm. uh, looking at Adam and Eve, they were the true image of God, or they mm. were the, you know, of course, they were the, they were the first. Um, right. But I think, I think for me as a Christian... Um, that helps me kind of just put a picture to who God is. You know, mm. you know somebody in my hmm. mind has just put a picture to who he is. Yeah. Um, to explain, to use that, you know, to evangelize, 
um, it almost to, to me it almost would what's the word it would almost kind of encourage me to to evangelize or to minister to other people because you know they are God's children just like my and that's funny because uh, it's the same way like there's a lot of times that when I try to envision the relationship between myself and 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 my God or mm. God mm-hmm. I try to take my child to me and then project that relationship mm. to me to him to mm-hmm. God you know and it helps it helps me personally and but I think that in turn it helps us with seeing other people the same way, right. you know, as images of God. That um, that I don't know, just uh, uh, it just makes it real. It makes it a little more real. Like you're just not talking to somebody, you know. Yeah. You're you're talking to somebody, <laughs> right? Somebody, right. Right, right, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, Eric. We have that unique perspective that. We've known each other since before we had kids. And I feel like we've had this conversation about how having kids just changes your perspective. I mean, not that I'm God, but God's a father, and I became a father. Absolutely. Didn't that impact like how you saw yourself and God and people almost in general? Yeah, it helped me relate better to God. Something hopping off what you said was I think um, the other image of God part for me is God has these attributes, you know, he's a creator Mm. and, you know, he's endowed us with the ability to create, you know, and, and he, he's a savior and he's a friend and he's, has all these amazing attributes. And so when I look at these other people, I can see those attributes in anybody, you know, Mm. maybe, maybe they're stronger at something or, and I'm weaker at something, but, you know, I, I think those attributes of God come through in everybody if you pay attention to them. And, and I think that's important. You know, I mean, I think that's the basis of who we are. You know, we are like God in those ways. Yeah, being and, being fathers makes us omnipresent. Sure. We have to be. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you have boys. Right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, yeah, that it, it really is an important concept for... Um, for how we see other people. And you said, you both said about seeing in humans like God, God qualities that God, the image of God puts in them. But I almost also think of the opposite. Like sometimes when you see somebody really down on their luck or really struggling with addiction or this, it's, you, you can see that something missing that should be there, you know, like they're in the image of God. And if they're just like completely, I honestly am thinking of times I've been in Baltimore city and seen really strong out drug addicts. And I'm like, your heart hurts for them. You know, it's not like seeing a broken streetlight or something that, okay, that broke needs to be fixed. This is a human being that is like totally broken and there's hurt there because the image of God should be there, Mm -hmm. but it's missing and it's painful to see that. And I guess it also can give you hope for people that are really down and out because the image of God isn't based on their behaviors or their successes. It's just built into the fabric of being human. Mm -hmm. So like a place like um, Helping Up Mission I love in Baltimore City. You know, they have this year-long program where they take people from the bottom and rebuild them. And I don't know if you can necessarily believe that's possible unless you believe there's something unique about a human being who's basically showing no 
you know, no sign of, of success or, or contribution to society at that point and, and put resource and time and effort and love into them because there is an image of God there that could reemerge. And they do like an, they do uh, graduations for people who have made it through the one year program. Mm -hmm. And I love to go, I've been to one or two. I'd love to go to more. And it's just amazing to see people that go from the bottom and and have those stories. Yeah. 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 I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, I, I can definitely relate to what you're saying about just being broken or just seeing the people that are broken like that. And mm-hmm. it's almost, it's it's almost like you know, to get back to the reference of the image of God, it's almost like they're on the inside of this outer dark shell mm, that's right. just completely engulfing them. You know, through the the drugs and the addiction, through their circumstance, right. uh, that's where the that's where the hurt comes. Like. You don't see God shine, you know, Christian or not. You don't see God shine through all of that, and, mm. that's, and that's Satan's. Right. That's Satan's. That's what he does. I mean, you know, he. Uh, they're probably easier targets for him than, than some, but mm-hmm. it's still targets. It's, yeah, uh, absolutely. Wow, Eric, did you have a follow up? No, that's that's a great. Wow. Story. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, th- to sort of shift from, I, I guess, a foundation of what practically it means to be in the image of God to uh, sort of practically how this impacts us day to day. Um, are there ways that we should treat people more uh, regularly or are there ways that you have in the past, you know, had that thought, you know, uh, you know, this person's made in God's image or um, even even topical, like I, although I don't want to get too into this, I think like there's some hot button stuff like abortion and end of life issues that it's a really still a relevant mm-hmm. issue. So if that uh, although we're focused on evangelism, I think some of that can lead to that. I know there's people that are pro life that go out there to try and help women make the right choice because they care about the image of God in that woman and in their unborn child. Um, but I guess I'm even meaning more like in neighbors and relationships. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll start with one. Uh, so we just moved, but of our, I imagine this person will probably never listen. I won't say that by name. <laughs> of our neighbors directly around us, there was one that we had a tough relationship. Almost all of them we got along with really well. Um, and there was definitely times when I didn't go as far down that hole of this neighbor, I want to kill this person and hate them as I could have because, all right, God's sovereign. He's given me this neighbor and this person is made in his image. And I've got to try. I've got to keep trying to be friendly to them. And, you know, I'm accountable to God for them being made in his image. So I think that's something I keep in mind. I guess that could be true in coworkers and neighbors and people that you struggle with um, is, a, is a practical more thought that I had. Brian, any, any thoughts on the practical side of how believing people are made in the image of God would sort of impact how you interact with them and then also how you think of, of like evangelistically mm-hmm. reaching out to them. I can tell you how I should have acted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, we learned from that too. I, I knew that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had, you know, one in particular. Uh, uh, I mean, it, it was a year and a half of utter hell <sighs> um, having to go through. And I, I can't really, you know, 
I can't really go into the details of it, but right. you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and just just going going through that, and then just all of the the just the turmoil and the mm. stuff that he stirred up in our families. Mm. I mean, it was horrible. Mm. Um, trying to see him in the image of God is probably where I failed. I mean, it was it was tough. It was. It is. But I mean, to be honest, you know, hindsight's. 2020, of course, mm. um, I could have handled things differently, you know, mm. uh, I'm sure. Mm. I never got down and dirty where, well, I'll tell you one thing I didn't ever did. I never shared Christ with him, mm. you know, Wow. which that's, you know, and, yeah. you know, long story short, he's passed. Right. You know, and, right. um, and of course, nobody knows somebody's heart at the moment of passing, but right. I can pretty much guess. <laughs> where, where I can pretty much is. guess with a, uh-huh. probably a ninety-nine point nine percent accuracy rate. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, that one, that point one percent, you know, something could have happened. Mm. Um, right. But yeah, the one thing I did not do was was share mm. Christ with him. Now I share yeah. Christ with his kids. Right. Uh, yes, you did. You know, oh, yeah. both a man and I share Christ you. with the kids, and um, which. That kind of made things worse. I mean, mm. for us, you know. But I mean, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I I I, I get that. I've never had yeah. a neighbor though that right that I, really some, I don't know how hard that would be, but having to somebody that you couldn't easily walk away from <laughs> right, right. <laughs> might be a little more challenging. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's the really the foundation of the biblical idea of loving. You know, turning the other cheek, loving your enemy, being, I think of like Israel and Palestine, like how in the world are they going to get through this? The, the, the more pain and the more hurt that happens, it seems like the further apart. And if there's not something inherent in every Palestinian, inherent in every Jewish person that could give them a spark of connection then it's hopeless. It's a pretty hopeless situation. Yeah. So I think it relates to enemies and hard people in our lives and bigger picture situations. Yeah, so so I, I look at it like both of us have had this pain, right? Mm-hmm. Mine was an acute spike of pain that, you know, over the course of a year, what you know, quickly went away. Right. Yours is a dull toothache. <laughs> it, just, right, right. it just goes on and on and it's on, hard. and it's hard to get away from it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but there's there's like you said there's ways, um, there's things we, that we should do. There, there's things to there's mm-hmm. things not to do, of course. But right. yeah. but it's definitely yeah. I, you know what I look at it. It's opportunity. Yeah. It's opportunity to evangelize. It's opportunities that God has put in your path that you choose what you want to do with it. You yeah. know? And we That's I think true. in the previous podcast we had talked about that. You know where you know. When you're serious about evangelism, mm-hmm. God puts those opportunities, especially if you pray for them. Yeah, he yeah. puts those opportunities in your path. Like, you know, my relative, your neighbor, yeah. the, the subway guy in front of the gas station, you know, mm-hmm. the guy at the rest stop at 2 a.m. in the morning, right. you know, things like that. God, and it's, it's up to us to be able to recognize those as opportunities. Right. And then also act. Right. That's, that's the clincher is, is the act. Sure. You know, yeah. just what do we do with this? Right. Well, and I think meditating on this concept of the image of God in people is a is a source of that motivation, you know, mm-hmm. recognizing it and is like, okay, so maybe I should uh, knock on their door or say hi when I'd rather just ignore them because right. they're an image of God to me. So, Eric, any practical thoughts on how this image of God ideas has or can help you uh, sure. relate well, to people? Sure. 
I mean, you've known me since prior to being a Christian. Mm. And I think that it'd be fair to say that I wasn't the same kind of person then, excuse me, as I am today. And so I can relate to all those people who were that guy that was Mm. kind of difficult to deal with and, you know, not, um, you know, I'm sure we have lots of stories you and I could tell, but in the end, then coming to faith, I have brothers and sisters in Christ too, Mm. right? And so I feel like we all get to see the image of God happen. And, And once we get to this point, hopefully where we're Christians, we should be able to look back on those people who struggle now, who mm. are kind of annoying and frustrating and just torque you, you know what I mean? <laughs> and say, you know, I was once that guy, you know what I mean? But God created me. He loved me and he put people in my life like he put you in my life. Mm. You know, you were one of the people that helped walk me you mm. know, into faith and everything. And um, so I think it's really important that we see all people the way God sees them, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that he created us all, you know, equally valid for salvation, you right. know what I mean? And so, you know, maybe that person had a tougher life. Maybe that person didn't have the support. Maybe they haven't heard about Jesus, but God loves them the same. And, and mm-hmm. I'm called to love them mm-hmm. the way God loves them. You know what right. I mean? And, you know, I do really think that we let society tell us what our values are a lot. Right. And I think it degrades our Christianity, you know. It does. So, yeah, that's true. And, you know, you're, you're more on the evangelism. Like, that's kind of like your, <laughs> your, uh, your, your lane more. Yeah. But um, I think it helps you evangelize because I think you have to see the value in people to want to go out and spread the word of God to them. If you, mm. if you think that person's mm. worthless, you're never going to. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to spend the time? Why are you going to waste the that's, time? That's a great point, by the way. Yeah, so. that's true. Well, and I and I meet a lot of people that, and I and I understand the pull towards like a cynicism. You know, I mean, you get mistreated by a couple people, and you can start to judge people in general, which is you're creating an image of what people are like, and it's not mm-hmm. in the image of God. It become if you're pessimistic and really jaded. You can think of people in the image of Satan, you know, basically they annoy you all the time or they're a pain or they're just out to get something from you. It's really easy because we're human and we screw up a lot to see people in an, Im- in an image that's, you know, just right. a lot of selfish beha- behaviors and attitudes. And it's, yeah, the image of God can be hidden sometimes, you know, it can be a mm. lot easier to see the flaws in people than to to see God in them. So yes, your reminder of God's love for them, which Pastor Tim just preached last week on John 3.16. I mean, it doesn't get any simpler than that, right? God so loved the world. He gave his son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And that's it. God sent his son because of love. Cause, and that that should be enough, you know? And it's, it's hard, but mm. practically I think we can... It's it's a it's a driving force beneath us if we take the actions like you said, Brian. Right. Yeah. And I, I think you know by taking the action, I think what Eric was somewhat alluding to is seeing the image of God through the sin in their lives, um, or maybe I think I think both of you have kind yeah, of sure. touched on that, um, to where uh, 
And I'll go, I can, it's funny because I can go back and relate it to that specific person. Mm. I mean, there, there was a lot of sin there. Mm. And there was a lot of sin that was causing us a lot of heartache. We're trying to look at that, look at him as, as an image of God outside of that. It's almost like the homeless guy mm. or the drug addict that mm-hmm. he's just shrouded in this, uh, this capsule of, you right. know, it's, in, in some sense, it makes your body hurt when it doesn't affect you. Right. Like you're just seeing it, you know, and then when it does affect you, mm. yeah, I'm not touching that guy with a 10 foot pole. It's like, sure. he, he can go right to, you know, where, <laughs> right. which is, you know, that, that's not the, that's not the attitude God wants us to have. He, right. he wants us to, uh, I mean, his son died, you know, because for the same thing, he, he evangelized to, you know, millions of people right. and they killed him. Right. Um, you know, because Amazing. of the sin. So it's that, you know, that's the perspective you really need to have. Right. You know, you got to kind of put yourself, you know, all this, all this evangelism stuff, it's much bigger than all of us, mm-hmm. you know, all of us put together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're called to, we're called to be the hands, the feet, the eyes, the mouth, the ears of God in Christ. Right. Um, but we can only take it at little chunks of the time, there you know. You stepping stones. Uh, stepping stones. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, good for um, uh, No, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Any closing? Uh, any other thought, Eric? You good? All right. I uh, can't shake your head on a podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to call him. I, I shook my head yes, but he muted my mic. So. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He said something. I have more to say. Okay. Go, yes, he does. Oh well. Well, no, there could be another episode here with uh, Eric Eric telling a story. So yeah. look forward to that. Um, all right. To sum it up, to close, I think this was good. Um, and sort of my hope with an idea like this is take a theological concept that you could get way in the weeds on and think about from super in a super Christian-y way and just make it much more practical. Like how, what does it really mean for us and how do we live it out and how does it impact how we relate to people who aren't Christians? I think of sin, of God, of, you know, the, the cross of, of um, you know, idolatry. There's a lot of like religious words that I think are actually really important words, but if we can sort of demystify them and just talk them through together and talk about them practically, um, they're going to they're gonna be driving force. God intended them to be a driving force for us um, for living out the Christian life and, and doing sharing our faith in Jesus. So... That's what the idea was with this episode, and I hope it's helped, Living Hope. Um, man is made in the image of God, and I'd love to hear your feedback on that. Um, you can email me at chris at livinghope.com, or you can just pull I'll me aside at church. Yeah. Um, yes, it's chris at findlivinghope.com. Did I say it right that time? Yep. Chris at findlivinghope.com. Or just pull me aside at church. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the topic or how it's knowing people, your neighbors made in the image of God impacted you reaching out to them. Um, And also, you could talk about this in life group. Uh, Again, the topic of man made in the image of God or some other theological concept that you just kind of like... Uh, dumb it down is not the right word, but just sort of talk practically about how these theological concepts impact uh, doing evangelism and relating to people. So that's it for this week. Thank you, Living Hope, and uh, we'll see you again soon.